Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And in this hour, continuing coverage, we are covering what is happening in Israel because it is so deeply connected to so many of us here. Uh, and in this hour, Wayne Winston will join us at 1130. We're going to talk a little bit about some of the BLM protests that have been in favor of the Palestinians, which I want to discuss with Wayne, get his thoughts on that. And at 1115, Ann Moss is joining us. She is an expert on artificial intelligence, but also happens to be Israeli and happens to be Yotam's aunt and in this country. And her husband was a very, very long-serving, high, high-ranking member of the military. So Avi Kaner is joining us right now. Avi Kaner makes his home in Westport. He's been a leader in the local Republican Party for years. He's also a chief executive of Morton Williams, which is a very well-known supermarket firm based in New York City. He has been speaking out on issues with respect to Israel for years now and has been a frequent guest and commentator on our show And I heard that Avi was in Israel when the fighting broke out on Saturday. So I asked him to call in from wherever it is he is right now. Avi Kaner, welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello. Hi, Lisa. How are you? Thanks for having us on. I'm here with my wife, Liz. Hi, Liz. Hi, Hi, honey. So um, you guys were there on Saturday. Uh, We actually had a a gal call in in the last hour who grew up and went to uh, West Hill High School in Stanford, who was there as well and gave us her her conversation and talk. She's keeping vigil in Beersheba. Hello? She's, anyway. Yes. Are are you guys able to focus? Are you in an okay place where you can talk? Um, It's a little difficult, but I, yeah, we can, we can talk. All right. So go ahead, Avi. Liz, tell us a little bit about what you've been experiencing, what you know to be true, having been there on the ground on Saturday. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Thank you for having us. So we, um, we, when we took off from New York, it was before the, before the terror attack. And as we, we were about 40 minutes away from Tel Aviv, the pilot suddenly got on and said he's been in touch with uh, United Airlines, the office, and the, um, you know, and the State Department, and they've authorized the plane to land. Um, until then, we did not realize we were landing in a war zone. Uh, so we landed... Um, there were thousands of people in the airport. People were trying to get out, uh, you know, making phone calls, travel agents, uh, you know, the agents at the counter. Um, and and uh, for safety and so as not to burden 
people in Israel with our having to deal with us, we try to get out as well. Um, and, you know, we spent some time trying to do that and realized, you know what, there's no way we can get out. So we've got to we've got to go go in. So we went outside the door and there were a thousand people waiting in line to get a taxi. Uh, but there were no taxis. Uh, so we were able to call one of my cousins who picked us up. Uh, they were shell-shocked. Uh, they picked us up, took us to the hotel. Uh, we checked into the hotel, and um, and then I let Liz take over. So we went into the hotel, which, first of all, the, the, the scenes outside of normally um, bustling, vibrant Tel Aviv were dark and absolutely quiet. It was eerie. Um, inside the hotel was very crowded with American families um, celebrating the Jewish holidays. Um, everyone was in the hotel. Nobody was outside. We checked in. We went to our room. And then in about within a minute, uh, there was a warning to get into um, the bomb shelter, which was right near our room, but is also on every single floor and um, every stairway in the hotel. So it, it's very easy for us to get in. Um, it was the most unbelievable experience. Obviously, has a lot of family. We know that they've had to deal with this, but going through it firsthand was unbelievable. Um, there was a woman with us from Toronto, very visibly shaken. Turns out that uh, a previous visit to Israel, she had been in a hair salon, and there was a terrorist in there. So this happened four different times. Um, and here, Avi's cousins, who both of their kids are in the Army, uh, our, she, Natalie is trying to calm down um, the people, and we started singing um, Israel High, um, the people of Israel live. And then at one point, we were on an outdoor deck, and we saw the rockets being launched and heard them, like it's like a hissing sound. And then um, we heard the boom, boom of the Iron Dome um, destroying them. Yeah. And I'll take, I'll let Avi continue. Yeah, so it was... Um you know, we we were in it. We were part of it. Uh, rockets were being fired at us, but far worse than the rockets being fired because there, there is Iron Dome. Far worse, you had a thousand, a thousand terrorists infiltrate Israel and go door to door to door, killing every person they found. And there was a music festival. They went into this music festival, and there were 260. They killed 260 kids in, in cold blood. So, yeah, you know, the rockets were fired at us, but that's not nearly as bad as, as what was going on in the South. Um, and Tel Aviv, as, as I'm sure many of you and, and others have been to, is the most vibrant city on Earth. I mean, it's like, Tel, it's like New York City on steroids. There's so much life. It, it literally is a city that never sleeps. We got there. There were no cars on the road, no one on the streets. Nothing was open. Everyone was on lockdown. It was, um, it, it was, it was beyond, beyond awful. Um, I'd like to add, so um, Avi's cousin's husband, um, Oded, is in the volunteer police force. Um, so a lot of men who are older than the age for reserves are called in to take the place of police officers um, or just oh, help in general okay. because these um, young young men are being called 
uh, soldiers. Interesting. So Oded, especially because he has a jeep, was being asked to go to the site of where these atrocities were um, in an effort to um, retrieve well, we were assuming bodies at the time, and he wasn't even showing us his text. Um, well, he showed, he, showed, he showed me his text. So he owns a Jeep. So he was volunteering to go down. You know, this guy's in his 50s, volunteering to go to the south with his Jeep uh, to help collect bodies. And there were many people like my cousin. Um, everyone... You know, every, everyone rallied. Uh, the kids who are teenagers and then, uh, like 20, 21 years old, uh, these soldiers are fighting active duty. Um, then everyone, say, below 40 years old, the reservists, they got called up. So, like, 300 to 360,000 of them got called up. So, meanwhile, someone had to fill up their spots. For example, you had policemen phone call to go to uh, to do the reserve duty so who's going to be the policeman so they bring people like us people in our 50s who are trained and they tell them okay you're going to be the policeman over here um and then the grandparents uh, you know people in their 70s and 80s they their job is to take care of the grandchildren and babysit so that their parents can can, get, can do what they need to do. And do what they need to do. We're chatting with Abby and Liz Kaner, who are not here. They're overseas. They're calling in. They were in Israel the day of day one of this war, and uh, they live in Westport, and they're very active members of the community. Um, so, Avi, are you and Liz? Are you on your way home now? What are, What are your plans? What do you want to do? 
uh, because they were attending a soccer match between Maccabi Haifa and a Greek team. And there were like 200 of them stuck, stuck there. Um, or, or not stuck, but, you know, they couldn't get out. And everywhere we go, there's sympathy. So here in Greece, Greece is actually sending a naval brigade uh, towards Israel now to assist. The United States has sent a U.S. aircraft carrier. Here's something that really, really resonated with me. So I've got a friend in Lebanon who, who I communicate with often, and he told me that his nephew, so he's a Lebanese Muslim, his nephew is on the aircraft carrier that's now in Israel, helping to defend the people of Israel. And it reminded me of during the Iraq war, um, it reminded me that Jewish, um, Jewish U.S. Army personnel and Marines um, went to Saudi Arabia and Iraq to help protect Kuwait. And at the end of the day, we're in this world together. We have to take care of each other. And there's good versus evil. And good, there are good Jews, Muslims, Christians, and, and there's evil. And, and this war is not a war against Palestinians. It's a war against evil terrorism. And you could be pro-Palestinian, but you still have to be anti-terrorism. And, and it's, I've never seen it as crystal clear as it is now. I think the media coverage has been, you know, however, it really irks me when they call it the Israeli-Gaza war because it is a war against Hamas. Yeah. Hamas started it with the atrocity, the barbarity, and clearly Israel is going to have a response um, and it's going to affect, unfortunately, the citizens of Gaza. But Hamas is the one that started it. Lisa, I'd, I'd like to give you, your, your listeners, a perspective here. This is Israel's 9-11 times 10. Yeah. Why do I say that? You have at least 1,200 people uh, killed by the terrorists. Yeah, that was the In story. a country of only 10, mil, 10 million people, which is one-thirtieth the size of the United States. Uh, so when you multiply that, it's, thir- it's, the, it's the U.S. equivalent of 39,600 people. And here in 9-11, we lost 3,000 innocent souls. So imagine if we lost 39,000. So after 9-11, it's, you can't even imagine like, the United Nations or anyone telling the United States, hey, guys, you know, um, you should do a ceasefire with al-Qaeda. There's no way. Yeah, I think the math is wrong. I th- I love you, but I think the math is wrong. Three times thirty is ninety. If Israel is ten million and the United States is three hundred million, that's ten yes, times yes. thirty, so it's like ninety thousand. But either yes, way, it's a, yes. a, the magnitude is is just. Then, it's, no, you it's know what? Wait, huge. It's, it's Abby's birthday today. I think she's well, getting. No, 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 happy no, birthday, no, Abby! No, is it yeah, really? Happy birthday! Yeah, yeah, many, is. many more. Happy birthday, Avi. Happy you. birthday. It's a very sad birthday. No, no, but it's actually 1,200 1, people killed yeah, I times know. 30. It's terrible. So it's like 39,000. But it's, it's a birthday. I, I've got to you mentioned my birthday. I've not been thinking about my birthday all day, except when I, you know, when I get the text messages from so many of my friends. And, well, you know, what I can think about is that my birthday will now be associated in my life with the deepest sadness imaginable every year for the rest of my life on my birthday i'll remember this and and um 
you know, remembering it is, is important, but it's, you know, now we, we have to fight. And, and it's our survival, to survival of the people of Israel. And future generations. For future generations. And, um, and we love, we love everyone. And we don't care whether they're religious or secular or right-wing or left-wing. It, it, it doesn't matter. We're all united and, and to, in order to protect each other for the future generations. Avi and Liz Kaner, stay safe. We'll see you at home in Westport very, very soon. Uh, God bless, and, and thank you for calling. And by the way, Avi, I know you said you're in the food business. Just so you know, privately, I will just tell you that my people are telling me in Israel the supermarket shelves could use some restocking. I'm sure you already know that from your sources. So, you know, just letting you know, if you're in the food business there, maybe we can send some food over to Israel because I think they need it. I think they need it. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. So thank you so much for, you. for having us on. Bye, we guys. appreciate it. You bet. Bye-bye. We'll be right back with Ann Moss, who is an artificial intelligence expert. I want to pick her brain a little bit, and she'll share her experience as well. Stay tuned. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 